Hello and welcome to Hugenhoff Podcast, episode 83. Today, unfortunately, is just me. Um, I've been super busy with lots of different things, which I'm sure I'll talk about in the future, but uh, because of my schedule, I did not have lore on today. So that's kind of a bummer and it's totally on me. Just been super busy. But I did think that I would go back to our um, Inspired by the Runes series since um, I don't have lore on today. So that's what we're going to be doing today. And I believe we are on Haggles. Um, Not sure. Hagels? Anyway, yeah, we're on Hagels. Before I do that, I do want to remind everybody to please feel free to visit my website, which is hugenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. If you had any questions, send them my way, hugenhoffpodcast at gmail.com. And also check out Lore's book, which you can just find by searching Stephen Oaks. Um, and I, I, I think that his books will come up in there. He's got quite a few. But if not, I've got a link in the show notes. You can check out my book as well if you want to. That is also in the show notes. So please feel free to check all of those things out. They're all in the show notes as normal. But I think I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. I will mention this one is not going to be as long. The ones that are just me are not as long. Um, I'm just going to talk until I feel like I've said what I want to say for today and then quit. I'm not going to try to stretch it out for an hour just so I can say I have an hour. So be prepared. It's going to be shorter than normal. But let's jump right in. Haggles. Okay, so first of all, as I usually do, um, let me give a basic overview. We're not going to go into great detail on the meaning as much as what it makes me think of. So again, it's just a jumping off point. And I like using this runes as a way, a jumping off point for other topics. So Haggles means destruction, hailstorm. That's what I have written on my website, hugenhoff.org slash runes. Uh, the rune poems have a little bit more. Um, and th- these rune poems are actually linked from my website, so I'm not probably going to put the link in the show notes because they're just under links and on my website, so you can find them easily that way. Um, Haggles, hail is the coldest of grain. Christ created the world of old. That's the old Norse rune poem. The Icelandic is cold grain and shower of sleet. Cold grain and shower of sleet and sickness of serpents. Okay, so that's the next one. Again, we're getting very much a negative, cold feeling, cold destruction, things like this. Sickness of serpents, it's interesting. And then this is my last one, um, the Anglo-Saxon rune poem. Hail is the whitest of grain. It is whirled from the vault of heaven and is tossed about by gusts of wind, and then it melts into water. So this is actually the one that I kind of want to mention. All of the rune poems are sort of saying something similar, but I really like a part of this one to make my point. So hail is the whitest of grain. It is whirled from the vault of heaven. It is tossed about by the gusts of the wind. Again, you're getting the idea of storms, coldness, uh, destruction, very much what we've been talking about the whole time. And then the last line, and then it melts into water, which is really the clue for what I think makes this one interesting. It's not just cold and destruction, even though that is part of it. It's not just, it's not just, um, 
here, let me start over. Sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. It's not just cold and destruction and quote-unquote bad things, but there's a positive side to it as well. There's the, and then it melts into the water, and then it creates something bigger. And now we've just spent the last few of these talking about the first eight, or at, the first at, and now we're on the second at, which is Heimdall's at. And so, so this is sort of... Um, a new starting point, if you will. Now, sure, it's connected. The three ads are connected to one another. Um, and the last one was very much about, like, the physical world and how you physically interact with people. And this is going, the second one's going to be a little different, more personal, maybe. Um, but we're not going to look so much how Haggles connects to one Joe and where the connection is there, because this is the start of a new ad. So this is, like, the next part of the runes and this is very much a rune of beginning in my mind because it is destruction and hailstorm and things being destroyed but the reason things are destroyed is so that they can be reborn into something new we see this in nature all the time and i mean haggles literally meaning hail is part of winter right so you know winter comes the earth freezes everything dies basically um and then th that happens so that it is possible for the spring to come and things to come back alive so you have this idea of like the negative destructive part but then it's followed by like a really positive creative part of the world so again you have this idea of the like destructive part and everything dying to make room for the new growth, the new things that are going to come up. So that's kind of how I take haggles. Definitely don't want to say it's a positive rune and there's nothing negative about it, but there is some positivity in there as well. And the inspired by part of this is I, I think it's really useful or good to use that like on ourselves too, where we can... Um, destroy our old selves if you will to create a new self i think that's like a really good positive thing for people to do to sort of recycle who they were and become somebody new so yeah i just think that's a good thing um yeah we're in the house of buying or we're in the process of buying a house right now we're trying to so that means we're trying to sell this old house that we've been living in for a while and it's a painful process i don't know if anybody out there has gone through selling a house and buying a new house. Um, I mean, I, I'm considering myself very lucky that I'm able to afford a house at all, and also that I can move to a, a new house with a better school system and stuff like that. That's our motivation for re, for leaving better school systems for the girls. Um, so I'm very lucky that I'm in a place where I can afford to make that transition at all, so I don't want to complain too much. But also the process of selling a house, it, it's, it's sort of um, appropriate that this is the time that I'm doing the podcast just because like this is really a painful process with all the different things going on and all the stress that you have to go through. And I think with any process or any project, m maybe that's more involved even than buying a house, which seems huge to me, but will it make a difference in the world? Eh, probably not really. But you know, some people are in like major, major projects that are going to affect the world at large 
But I feel like with all of these projects, there's definitely this idea of, um, yeah, there's this really like, there's, there's this really like stressful time when you're trying to get everything together and, and um, it's hard to make it through that. I mean, definitely with this house buying thing, we're like totally, my wife and I are both totally stressed out. We don't want to deal with it. Um, you know, with the getting offers and then doing inspections and then them possibly rejecting offers and you have to respond to what they say in inspections and stuff like that is a lot of stuff that you, that I would really rather not deal with at all. But there's not really a way around it. And I think that when this is all done, if this is all done, because, you know, there's always a risk, it doesn't go through, uh, I think we'll really be glad that we went through it because you know we'll have like a better house and we'll be in a place where the kids can go to a school that's going to be better for them but man it's hard to get through this like beginning part so yeah that's just been on my mind a lot lately because it's really stressing me out but you think about other things too like maybe you have a job <clears throat> i remember a long time ago when i was working at like a not a good job at all like gas station job and it wasn't hard and it was very comfortable it's not a challenge to work at a gas station but when I decided I was going to try to um, get a better job that could work more as a career so I could think about having a family and stuff like that again it's really hard because you have to like leave behind the old job you have to leave behind your gas station job you can't keep doing that and also have a more professional job and that's one of those things that are always scary because you're like well, what if my new job doesn't work out what if what if they don't like me what if I hate it what if I get fired and then you know I've already quit my gas station job so I can't go back there um, there's a lot of really scary things like that that you, that you have to deal with on a regular basis just like being a human where it's like I can't get the the better thing until I give up on the thing that I currently have or I can't be the better person until I give up on the person I currently am and yeah that's really hard that's really hard because on one hand it's just literally difficult to like move to a new job let's say where you have more responsibilities and things are harder but also you're taking like this huge risk like if the new thing doesn't work out that means you're just basically out of luck because you can't go backwards. You can't go back to being the old thing if you're like, oh, well, I want to be this job and I'll quit my gas station job. If if the new job doesn't work out, you can't go back and be like, ah, it turns out I'd like my job back. They're like, well, we've already felt that. You can apply just like everybody else, but you're back at square one. So uh, there's there's a lot of risk going with that, which I think can be very unnerving. And then if you're ever looking at like more spiritual things, because I think that's a thing that, um, and that's one of the things, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought, but if you're doing anything like trying to become a better person, you sort of have to turn your back on the person that you used to be. And if the person you become is somebody you don't like, again, you can't go back. You're, you're always taking a risk when you're doing something new because you're, you're necessarily you're necessarily leaving behind the things that you used to be. So I think I've said pretty much what I want to say about haggles. I might go on a little side tangent here in a second. Um, this whole house thing is very much 
been on my mind lately. So it sort of dominated everything that I think about. And I think the way to get through stressful situations, or a way to get through stressful situations, is to realize, like, yes, there's a lot happening now. There's a lot going on. It's stressful. I'm losing my current house, as in I'm selling it. Um, but that's okay because I'm getting this new house and that's an exciting thing and when everything is done and the storm has cleared so to speak I'll be in a new house the kids will be in a better school system and my wife will be happier and all of that stuff so I think ultimately it can be a good thing or a positive thing especially something like this which is a good thing or a positive thing um, so that's what I want to say about haggles. Uh, I guess the other thing I want to think about is almost me talking to myself here, because as I said, I've been super stressed out lately with all this different stuff going on. And um, man, meditation, I cannot emphasize how important meditation is. The ironic thing about meditation is the time, because I haven't been meditating as much as I want to be. The ironic thing about meditation is that the more you need it, the harder it is to do. Because right now, like I said, right, I'm super stressed out. I need time to relax. I really need to meditate to get calmed down in my mind at the right place and all of that. But because I'm so busy, there's like very little time to carve out of your life to actually meditate. Um, so, yeah, and it, it's something that like, it seems like it's a pain. Even it's, it's one of those weird things. It's like, even though it makes you feel, many people say this for exercise. I also think exercise is important. I need to do that more too. But I, people say it with the same thing with exercise. It's like, it's inconvenient to do and it's difficult to do and it's painful to do. But when you're done, you feel like way better. And firsthand experience completely with meditation it's hard to find time to do it but then when you do actually do it you feel so much better you feel more calm you, f you feel more relaxed you feel more in control of your life so yeah I really need to find time to do that but I'm still going to suggest everybody else out there you know find some time to meditate because that's that's a really important thing to get you through some of these stressful situations you might find yourself in I guess that's the theme for this week is just like stressful situations and what to do about them because oftentimes there's not a lot you can do um, it depends on the situation I don't want to say people are powerless because certainly they're not but you know if you're buying a house I'm gonna go with the one I'm going through once you make an offer and once you accept an offer and then you're just sitting waiting for inspections to see what comes back on those there's nothing you can do practically you can't you can't do anything after those initial steps to make things go better. I mean, you can prepare, you can make your house look nice before the showings, you can take care of any problems that might come up in the inspection before the inspection, but at some point in time, you're just waiting. You're just waiting for the other people to say something back, which reminds me of that Havamal saying, I don't remember exactly how it goes, and I, I, I'm not going to look for it because it'll take too long, but basically it says a worried man goes to bed and tosses and turns all night and wakes up with the same amount of problems in the world. And that is completely where I am. You know, I'll be like not being able to sleep well. But at some point in time, you just need to take a step back and be like, yeah, well, um, worrying about these things aren't going to change them. Worrying about things are not going to make them better. Uh, it, it's a balance. You need to be aware that the things exist. You need to be 
educated on the thing so you know what to expect. You need to be ready. That's very important. But at some point in time, you need to also say, well, I'm not just going to sit here worrying about this all day long because that's not actually making my life better. And I think that's a question that we really need to ask with everything we do, like, does this make our lives better? Um, does worrying about things make my life better? And I mean, I think with does worrying about things make your life better? I think the answer is no. But then sometimes, you know, things... So, Sometimes that might be different. Does worrying about things a little bit make my life better? Probably so, because you don't want to just like float through life willy-nilly, never thinking about anything. So like with everything, there's a balance. But uh, yeah, I, I think the, the stressful, the stress and everything is something that is important for us to deal with, especially in our modern age. I mean, realistically, our ancestors had better problems to deal with, quote-unquote real problems to deal with. But where we are today, a huge problem that we have is stress. You know, we are very stressed out. We're dying of heart attacks. And in some sense, it sounds kind of like it's whiny. It's like, oh, I have to worry about being stressed out. And our ancestors are like, I might literally get killed tomorrow. So, I mean, if you compare the two, it seems like we don't really have much room to talk but the society that we live in that most of us live in as uh stress and stuff like that is a big problem and there, there's serious health problems with it too with high blood pressure and all, all this other stuff that comes from stress so i think uh controlling your levels of stress is an important thing that we can work on and i think meditation is absolutely the way to get away from that again i i don't want to say you should avoid stressors necessarily because taking on a new project is stressful but you shouldn't avoid that it's not that's not what you should avoid what you should do is still take on the big project um but use meditation and other there are things like that to mediate the stressful parts of it as much as possible because it's only through taking on big projects and doing big things and breaking the status quo and throwing away your past as in who you used to be that you can really grow as a person and create something better you know it's like alan moore when he wanted to be a comic book artist or whatever a comic book writer he, he like quit his job and he just like put himself 100% into it. He had no backup plan. He just was like, I'm going to write these stories and I'm going to meet people and I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to put my work out there. And I literally don't know where my next meal is coming from. That's where he put himself. He, he destroyed his old self. He's like, that life is gone and dead. And now I'm a comic book writer and it worked for him and then he got a job and that's great now i mean we need to temper that not everybody should do that there there are you know it depends on a lot of things that was very risky but only the very risky things pay off so again when we're talking about stress and stuff like that the point is not to avoid taking thing taking on projects that could be stressful the point is Take on those projects that can be stressful so you can be a better person, but find a way through meditation or whatever your method is to mediate just how stressful those are so, you know, you don't have a heart attack or something.
which is a huge problem in this day and age. Anyway, I think this has been extremely rambly, but I am hoping that next time I will have lore on again, and I'm also hoping that this housing will be taken care of. Though, looking at our current schedule, it probably won't be, so that's a bummer. Might revisit it. Hopefully not. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening. I hope you found something useful in there, and we will talk to you next month. Frau Hell.